0: You are now turned into the dopest college radio station, UCM The Beat. Keep it locked.
1: U-C-M-The Beat.
2: Hey, Mules and Jenny's fans. This is Sports Page, the weekly show where we dig into University of Central Missouri Athletics. Each week, I visit with members of UCM Athletics and get to know the people involved in your school's top-notch athletic program. We also go over some Mules and Jenny's news to find out more about your favorite teams. I'm your host, Roman Fister, and I'm proud to present the top athletic program in the Mid-America Intercollegiate Athletics Association, and one of the best programs in all of NCAA Division II athletics. This week, I get to talk with Mules golf coach Tim Poe and Mules senior golfer Robbie Sager as they've just finished up their fall season. That's coming up on this episode of SportsPage all right mules and jenny's fans it's time to chat with head coach of mules golf tim poe coach poe thank you for joining me on the show today
0: well i appreciate you having robbie and i it's uh, good to be on
2: Coach Poe is in his 32nd season as head coach of the Mules. In the 2023 fall season, Coach Poe coached the Mules to four. In the 2023 fall season, Coach Poe coached the Mules to four top five team finishes. Throughout his three-decade career, Coach Poe has led his team to the MIAA championship 14 times, including a streak of six in a row from 1997 to 2002. He's also a 14-time recipient of the Coach of the Year Award for the MIAA and 10 times for the NCAA Central Region Coach of the Year Award. In 2016, Coach Poe was inducted into the Golf Coaches Association of America Hall of Fame and inducted into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. Throughout his time as a coach, 96 all-MIAA selections, 36 ping all-region selections, and 23 ping all-Americans have been led under Coach Poe. Along with that, Eight of his golfers have received MIAA Player of the Year awards. Besides being an award-winning head coach, Poe was also a UCM golfer, then CMSU, himself. During his time, he was a two-time MIAA and NCAA district selection, before going pro for three years, playing in a Ben Hogan tournament event and two Nike events. Now that we've talked about all the amazing things Coach Poe has accomplished, let's hear what he has to say. So, Coach, the fall portion of the season is finished up, and now you're transitioning into winter practice. What are you and the team going to be working on as you get ready for spring competition?
0: we we got a lot of talent in this group. We're, we're very deep, and uh, there, there's some things we need to work on uh, after our fall season. Uh, I felt like we were kind of trending upward there towards the end and, and pl- playing a lot better golf. But, uh, you know, just mainly some mental things that we'll talk about and then work on some swing issues uh uh, with our indoor facility
2: so you have over 30 years of experience coaching this team with that comes a lot of changes in personnel around you what changes have you made to your style of coaching as new sets of mules golfers have come through
0: well uh you know i, I think you know times obviously have changed but uh haven't changed a whole lot really uh you know my my theories of the game uh, i think as you get players they're they're you know we recruit Very good players. We we recruit uh, Division One caliber players. I feel like Uh, so really um, the talent level uh, we've been pretty solid for my I guess going on 34 years here now has always been pretty good. So um, you know we we really work on the mental side of the game. I think when you watch players. I've said this a lot, I mean, our players could sit on the driving range of the a, of a PGA Tour event next week, and they would look the same. They would look like a tour player out there, so really the differences uh, at this level, and we try to improve on when they come from high school to college, is really the mental side and the course management side. Uh, I think that's really where I see a lot of the players kind of lacking. I mean, they they can get through with their talent through high school, but when they get to this level, you know everybody's the talent level's pretty equal all the way across. so uh, those little things on the mental side and the course management side are what make the difference?
2: So golf is a lot different from other team sports in the sense that there's a lot more individualism. What do you think the biggest challenge or aspect is of bringing the team together while also focusing on the development
0: of each player individually? Good question. There, uh, you know, I think a lot of players, uh, when they come from high school, you know, they may have come from a team that wasn't real strong. They were, you know, maybe the best player on their team, and uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, their team may not have the strength to get to the state tournament or even to the sectional tournament. So, you know, they the players have a tendency to, you know, they they want the team to do well. They want the team to go to state, but. You know, they're, they're trying to get there themselves. So there is a little bit of more individual, you know, play at the high school level. But then when they get to college, I mean, I, I think the big thing is uh, them believing that, you know, they got to do this as a group of five. Um, so, you know, it, it's, they got to trust each other. You know, all five guys have to trust one another that they're going to make the right decisions. And I think that's that's one thing we work on. You know, I, I've said this a lot, you know, when you're getting ready to hit a shot and it's a questionable shot, whether you should try to pull it off or not, will your four teammates, if they were standing there watching you, would they, you know, would they say, yeah, go ahead and hit this shot. And if they, if you think they would, then you go ahead and hit it. So I think that's part of the the team aspect that, um, you know, they got to learn is, is uh, you know, I got to hit this shot, and I hopefully, my teammates trust that I'm doing the right thing. So, you know, the, the trust factor is the, the big thing, and trust in uh, trusting each other.
2: So, coach, there are a lot of awards and accolades tied to your name. 96 players have been all MIAA selections uh, while well, you've been the head coach, along with 23 Ping All Americans and eight Conference Players of the Year. On top of that, you've been Coach of the Year for the MIAA 14 times and 10 times in the NCAA Central Region. And you're in two big-time sports halls of fame. Do you feel that all of that adds to your credibility?
0: You know, I, I'm proud of what you know we've accomplished here. But you know, those those awards are because of what players like Robbie and the rest of our team have done uh, for this program. You know, you, you mentioned it that uh, what we've done here. You know, it's because of them. I, I've just helped guide them along the way, and and uh, you know, it's it's been great to get those awards, but it's just as much our players' awards that it is mine. Uh, you know, we've gotten uh, some great talent in here that's uh, played some pretty good golf over the years. But I mean, they're they're the one that's done that for me. Uh, you know, uh, I've just I've helped them, I've guided them. Uh, hopefully, they've learned a little bit from me and and been able to get the ball in the hole uh, better than the rest of our teams or the better than the teams that we compete against. So. Uh, you know, I owe it all to them. Uh, I Owe it all to uh, Jerry Hughes that gave me the opportunity 30 plus years ago uh, to do this. And uh, as a as an alum and a former player here, I mean, I've I've uh, I really strive, you know, to to, to get this program on the nas- national level, and, and we've done a pretty good job of that.
2: So golf is a very old game, uh, dating back to at least the 18th century, but some historians would say even further back. What do you think that says about the game of golf that so many young men are still wanting to participate in college?
0: Well, it's just a great sport. I mean, there's you know there's always a saying that uh, you know there's a, there's a lot more things done on the golf course business-wise than than any of the other sports. So I you know I think it's a it's a game of character. You know there's no. There's really no officials out there that are making, making calls, uh, making rules. You kind of got to call those on yourself and and and, and be you know an, an honest person. And uh, so, you know, I think the game it has a lot of integrity and honesty uh, with it. And you know, I think that's what's drawn a lot of players. Uh, you know, I think golf is uh, uh, in history. If you look at players that we have, you know, it's. It's grandparents and parents that have played the game. That it, it just you know it's kind of a tradition, a family tradition that you kind of pass you know the game on. And you know I know it's a, it that's uh, goes true with a lot of the other sports as well. But uh, I don't know golf is uh, it, it, it's a pretty neat sport. Uh, you know like I said you said earlier it's it's an individual game, uh, but then college golf is it's yes it's individual but it's also a team team sport as well.
2: So you were also a mules golfer yourself. In that time you were a team captain for two years, you were in all MIAA and all NCAA district 5 selection and participated in the national championships your senior year. So what does it mean to you to have such deep ties to this team and to this community?
0: Well, uh, Central Missouri, you know, just it means a lot to me. Uh, You know, I came here back in uh, the early 80s, 1981, 82 and and fell in love with uh, the community of Warrensburg, and, and the, uh, back then Central Missouri State University. It uh, seemed like a long time ago, but uh, just, uh, you know, had the opportunity out of college when I finished up the national championship my senior year, a friend of mine that I worked for here as a student uh, offered me assistant golf pro job and uh, took the job. And, and then shortly after that, had the opportunity to become the head golf professional. And then uh, very shortly after that, uh, you know, Jerry asked me if I wanted to uh, to possibly coach the golf team. Well, as a former player and alum, yeah, I mean it was a, it was a no-brainer for me to have that opportunity. So uh, I've loved every minute of it. Uh, I've I've tried to do what uh, Coach Keth and Coach Short, you know, wanted out of this program. So I've tried to tried to make this a program that's uh, you know. Looked at on the national level, I think that's what they wanted, you know, out of this program, and so I've just tried to carry on their their traditions. So you also spent some time in the pro circuit. I read that you played in a uh,
2: Ben Hogan tournament event along with a few others, uh, if I remember correctly. Most college athletes, unfortunately, don't get to go pro. So how do you feel getting to say that you've walked the walk?
0: Well, I mean, yes, it is tough. Uh, you know, one thing I've always said about golf is. What you did in college really has no bearing on the opportunity you'll get after college to be a golf professional. Uh, you know, if you uh, you know if you rush for 200 yards a game, and uh, you know you you have 10 sacks a game, or you score 30 points a game in basketball, or you know whatever it is in some of those other sports, you're going to get drafted. And uh, golf, there is no draft you know you got to go out there and prove yourself even if you had 15 wins in college it really does nothing for you at the you know at the pro level you got to go out qualify and it seems you know it's unfortunate but you got to do it in in a one week span you got to go out there and in one week beat you know several of the best players in the world to get on to the get on to the tour. And, there's usually not just one qualifier there's you know a qualifier one and then you move on from that and there's a qualifier two and then you move on from that and then it just keeps getting tougher and tougher so it's not an easy road i think a lot of people look at tiger woods and phil mickelson and jordan spieth who kind of got some exemptions out of college because of their amateur career and what they did uh as amateurs but there's not many people that get the opportunity that those guys had, so it's it's a tough road. Uh, you know, we've had a couple guys that have tried it and and almost got to the big level, uh, had had good careers. We got one now that's trying it. That's uh, he's right there. He and he had a good final round in the last qualifier. Matt Heyman shot 63 in his final qualifying, which was unbelievable. But he just kind of put himself behind the eight ball in the first two or three rounds. But Uh, he's getting close he's I think in the next year or so we'll see him hopefully out there but uh, yeah it's uh, it's a tough road I enjoyed playing professionally Uh, you know when when all this happened you know becoming a coach and everything it kind of it turned my uh, focus on on something other than than playing for a living so uh, but I enjoyed it got to got to play at almost the second highest level the the Hogan tour and the Nike Tour where what now is called the uh, Corn Ferry Tour. So, uh, you know, it's, it's almost to the top, but uh, enjoyed playing that. I got to play with some players that went on and uh, had great careers on the PGA Tour. So that was, that was kind of neat. I enjoyed that. But.
2: All right. Well, Coach Poe, thank you for the insight today, and thank you for joining me on the show. Good luck in the spring season.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate you having us.
2: That was Muleshead Head golf coach Tim Poe. When we come back, we'll sit down with senior mules golfer Robbie Sager. Stick around for more sports page on UCM The Beat. We have so much to celebrate in Division II, but we're especially proud of our
1: commitment to make a wish. Division II student-athletes have led a 10-year initiative to raise funds and help grant wishes of children with life-threatening medical conditions.
2: Nearly $3 million have been raised, and hundreds of children's wishes have been granted. We
0: play hard. We work hard and we support others in need. Why? It's simple because we care.
2: Welcome back to Sports Page, everyone. I'm joined now by senior Mules golfer Robbie Sager. Robbie, thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Robbie is a native of Carthage, Missouri, and a transfer from Oklahoma City University. In the fall season, Robbie had two top 10 finishes, including a first place spot to open the season at the Lincoln Invitational. In this year's fall season, Robbie averaged a 72.06, 1,297 strokes over six events. Last season, Robbie had a 76.43 stroke average over 30 rounds and 11 events. He had two top ten finishes, one at the Super Regional Preview on September 22nd of last season with a 148, six over par across both rounds. The other top ten finish at the NSIC Preview Invitational on March 27th and 28th of the last spring season with a final of 147, three over par. Robbie was also selected to the MIAA Academic Honor Roll. Before his time at UCM, Robbie spent his freshman year at Oklahoma City University, where he had a 77.1-stroke average over 20 rounds in eight tournaments. Sager attended Carthage High School, where he was a three-time All-District and All-Conference selection and a member of the Horton Smith Cup winning team in his junior year. Robbie lettered in golf and band four times, and in swimming three times. Now, let's go ahead and hear from Robbie Sager himself. So, this season you've had quite the performance. Two top ten finishes and an individual win at the Lincoln Invitational. Uh, In the fall portion, you averaged a 72.06. How do you think this year you've grown as a golfer on top of your development from past
1: years? Um, I think it's largely in part due to just... uh, mental strength you know our coaches both coach Poe and uh, our volunteer assistant coach Barnes he's they've both really stressed the mental side of the game and I think something inside my head this summer just kind of clicked and I played really well at the Missouri Amateur and I just kind of continued that progress and I've just been really focusing on the mental side of the game just trying to make sure that I'm enjoying the game since it is my last season you know I'm just trying to make it the best that I can and and have fun doing it.
2: So last year you got the opportunity to participate in the super regional preview and finish in the top 10. How do you feel about proving your worth at events such as that one uh, that are across conferences?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a bigger stage, so um, there's a lot more that goes into it. There's more pressure. And I think last year having that finish at the regional preview, it was really kind of eye opening that I, I am able to compete with all these other golfers because golf is such an up and down sport. You constantly drag through high times and low times. And I think it's easy to get ahead of yourself and think that, you know, oh man, I'm really not doing well this year, but any week it can be a new week and you can do really well. So I think having that success at the regional preview, it was really eye-opening for me. And yeah, it just kept pushing me forward to try to get better.
2: So this season you were also voted the MIAA's Men's Golfer of the Week earlier this season. Uh, how do you feel getting recognized for your efforts especially in a season where you're definitely pe- putting your best out on the course?
1: It's new. Um, you know I haven't played my best the end for the seasons that I've been here but being able to go out and win the first tournament that was just really cool for me to kind of accomplish. That was one of my goals and Coaches always preaching don't tell us your goals until you achieve them and so that was one of my goals this year is to get a collegiate win and when I got it and was recognized as the men's golfer of the week it was just kind of cool to, to feel that recognition for the hard work that I've been putting in
2: so as you go into winter practice uh, to get ready for the spring season what are you trying to expand on or improve upon when you go into spring play
1: well, again, I think the mental side of the game is really, really important. And so I'm going to be reading a lot, trying to develop my mental game. But I think also you know, speed training is, uh, is a big deal, just trying to you know, hit the ball farther, but also maintain accuracy. So that's a big part of it. We're starting workouts next week, and I'm just really excited to you know, get stronger, maybe get a little bit more fit. And, um, yeah, just keep my consistency with every part of my game.
2: So uh, you're a bit unique compared to most of the athletes I've interviewed on this show. In fact, you only share this commonality with Zach Zabrowski in that you're both transfer athletes. You spent your first year playing at Oklahoma City University. So, what are some of the differences you experienced, and what was the transition like going from one school to the next?
1: It was uh, it was a necessary change. I'll say that. Um, I, I loved Oklahoma City. It was it was a good place to be, but I knew it wasn't where I it wasn't where I belonged. Um, I came up and visited Coach Poe, and uh, we had a great conversation, and ultimately he said if I wanted to join, I, then I was more than welcome, and this was my dream college coming out of high school. I just wasn't quite where I needed to be yet to join the team, so having that first year and a half to experience college golf, and then take a, take a chance, take a leap of faith, and, and jump on with a program just like this, with the family that we've created as a, as a golf team it's it's been really really amazing to be a part of
2: so you're a senior on this team now and you've had some time to build a camaraderie with your teammates what are your relations like with your teammates on and off the course and how are you
1: building each other up I mean we're brothers we'd spend a lot of time together we have a golf house six of us live together so we see each other all the time and you know sometimes we can get on each other's nerves but at the same time we all know that we're in this for the long haul. We're going to be just fine. We're we're playing some great golf and um, we're a family in the end and it's really fun to just hang out with the guys and spend time with them. Six people living together. You got to love each other if you're going to (laughs) be living all together like that. So
2: golf isn't quite like other sports in college athletics. It's not uh, fast-paced game, and there isn't much visible intensity as there is in, say, basketball or football. Yet there's still that mental intensity and that rigorous training. Mm-hmm. Can you describe the feeling when you get ready for a long putt or a tough dog leg out there?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting question. Um, it's it's more of just going through the routine. You know, coach always preaches have a routine and stick to it. If you get out of your routine, then you're out of sync and you you're worrying about things that you shouldn't worry about. So when I'm setting up for a hole, I try to play it backwards, see where I want to have my approach shot in from and try to get my tee shot as close to where I want that approach shot to be from as close as it can be. And so, and then stepping up to a long putt, I just trust my line, make sure I'm focusing on speed, get it close to the hole or in the hole. And I did that pretty well this, this fall season.
2: So our listeners know that I talk about this in every show, but I feel like the athletes here at UCM do a great job of excelling in multiple fields. Last season you were on the uh, all MIAA honor roll. Golf isn't just a one season sport. You have competitions in multiple parts of the year and you have to travel quite a bit. So how much dedication does it take for you to be successful, to be a successful student while also being a college golfer?
1: Well, it's a lot of time and effort. Um, my parents really instilled in me, get the work done, don't dilly-dally, just get it done, and then you don't have to worry about it. And so ever since high school, I've just, whenever I get homework, I, as soon as I get home, I start working on it, try to get it done. And you really have to do that when you're in sports like this, when you're traveling a lot, missing multiple days a week. Um, so it's something that, you know, if I have to stay home one day and just grind out 10 hours of homework, then I'll grind out 10 hours of homework and hopefully take some breaks in between. But my mentality is just get it done, no matter what, and then, you know, put your best effort into it.
2: So you were a multi-sport athlete in high school, uh, in swimming and golf, and along with lettering in, the, in band, I believe, <laughs> if I yes. read that correctly, at Carthage High. Uh, what made you decide to be involved in so many different activities?
1: Well, uh, this may sound a little egotistical, but I was I was good at them. I was uh, a state honor band play and trumpet player for two years, and you know my mom was a, my high school band director, so I really enjoyed playing my trumpet and following in her footsteps. Um, I I did swimming my entire life uh, in, in like my junior years, and then I did it for the first three years of high school, and then I focused on golf after that. Um, but band, swim, and golf, those were my main three. I love baseball, but I uh, quit that so I could focus more on golf as well. But it's just I just loved doing them, and, you know, it kept me busy.
2: Kept you busy indeed with three things going on. I, yeah. I, I was a band kid as well, so I know mm-hmm. how busy band can keep you. And oh, absolutely. Yep. Well, Robbie, thank you for being on the show and taking the time to sit with me today. Good luck going forward into the spring season.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you.
2: That was Mule Senior Golfer Robbie Sager. Up next, we'll go over some news about your favorite Mule's and Jenny's teams. Don't go anywhere, you're listening to Sports Page on UCM The Beat. From court to court and lane. To lane, under the lights, or under the
1: sun. No one delivers Division II sports like NCAA.com. The center of D2 is inside the NCAA.com hub. With exclusive
2: highlights of every sport and live broadcasts of every Division II championship found nowhere else. Make NCAA.com yours. The home of Division II college sports. Okay, everyone. Time to go over some news in UCM Athletics. Jenny soccer is number four according to the latest NCAA regional rankings released on November 1st. Ahead of the Jennies are Washburn of the MIAA, St. Cloud State in second, and Minnesota State in third. The top eight teams will qualify for the NCAA Division II Women's Soccer Tournament. That will be determined on November 13th. As of right now, the Jennys' record sits at 13-3-2 in all of D2 and the region. The Jennies will face off against Central Oklahoma in the first round of the MIAA Women's Soccer Championship on November 3rd at 4 p.m. That game will take place at the South Recreation Complex in Warrensburg, Missouri. Nine Jenny soccer players have earned all-MIAA honors. Midfielders Caroline Cole and Andrew Orcutt received all-MIAA first team, along with defender Emma Burden, Ashley Martin, Grace Knight, and goalkeeper Kristen Wright were named to second all-team MIAA. In third-team all-MIAA is Ryan Clark and Lexi Ruff, while Aspen Peterson earned all-MIAA honorable mention. Number 23, Jenny's Volleyball took Missouri Southern down in four sets when they traveled to Joplin on Tuesday. The Jennies had two runs of seven-to-nothing after giving up the first two points of the first set. The Jennies only fell in the second set 25 to 21, coming back with an 11-1 run to start with a kill from MIAA setter of the week, Olivia Olsen in the third set, winning it 25 to 16. The Jennies went to a 5-1 lead to start the 4th and won the final set to give them their 6th consecutive win and a 15-2 record in the MIAA, 18-7 overall. That match saw several highs, including Kirsty Nix with 18 kills, Eleanor Engel with a career-high 4 digs and match-high 6 blocks, and Emma Siren with a career-high in digs and blocks 5-4 and four, respectively. The Jennies travel to Wichita, Kansas to take on the Jets of Newman University on November 4th. Game time is scheduled for 3 p.m. Mules football is number 8 in the D2Football.com poll and number 11 in the AFCA poll after defeating Missouri Southern in Joplin 42 21 on Saturday, October 28th. The Mules are set to play their final home game on November 4th against the Fort Hayes State Tigers. The Mules will be celebrating Senior Day, Salute to Veterans, and Youth Day. Mules quarterback Zach Zabrowski goes into this one, the top quarterback in the NCAA, regardless of division, leading in passing yards with 3,482 and in total offense. Kickoff is scheduled for 1 p.m. on Saturday. All right, everyone, that's all I've got time for today. But remember to share this show on all of your social media and use our hashtag, hashtag UCMTheBeat. Thank you for joining me this week, and be sure to tune in next week for more Sports Page on UCMTheBeat.